Hello, my name is Celia Bala, and welcome to the Sniff Station. In today's episode, we will talk about pricing our products and how bundling may help you sell more. Have you just started your business? Are you already in business but rethinking your pricing due to slow sales brought about by COVID-19? Or perhaps you are rethinking your pricing strategy because you are moving from point of sale to online selling. If you are, keep listening. Let's start with pricing products. In order to come up with the right retail price, it is important to know the following terms. Number one, raw materials cost. You need to list all of the items that you use to make the final product. Let's say you are in the candle business and you primarily make container candles, meaning candles in tin cans or glass jars. To keep things simple, we will use unscented soy container candles as an example. When calculating raw materials, you will need to know how much each wick, each container, and each ounce of wax costs. These are the raw materials. Number two, capital expense cost. When thinking what to include, let's go back to our soy container candle example. You need at least a melting pot to melt the wax, a thermometer for temperature measurements, a weighing scale, and glue dots to connect the wick to the bottom of the container. Since these are equipment, or things that you need as a business to make the final product, but they are not necessarily raw materials. These are considered capital expense cost. Number three, overhead cost. This includes a certain percentage of other expenses you need to account for when making the finished product, like rent or mortgage, phone, electricity, the upkeep of an online store, or the cost of the space used to store raw materials and finished products, insurance costs, and labor. Number four, packaging costs. This is associated with any packaging supplies, like peanuts to ship the product to the customer, or a product box for the candle. Don't forget to include product labels or tags or any material you use to let your customers know more about your products. Number five, shipping and handling costs. This is associated with the cost of postage depending on the weight and the time it takes to pack and ship the product to the customer. Whether or not you include shipping in your product pricing, Take into account the costs associated with the time it takes to put the shipment together, also called handling cost. Advertising and marketing costs is number six. In a previous episode, episode nine, marketing for small business, we discussed the difference between advertising and marketing. When calculating cost, it is important to include costs associated with these activities as well. Number seven, break-even cost. The number of products you need to sell before you can make a profit. Number eight, gross profit is the difference between revenue or price that the product sold for and the cost. And finally, 
Number nine, profit margin. It is the ratio obtained when gross profit is divided by the revenue multiplied by a hundred. So, how do all of these costs tie together to give us a product price? We will go back to the unscented soy candle example. Let's say we want to know how much to sell an eight-ounce container candle for. Well, we will need to calculate number one, raw material cost. Let's say that a plain eight-ounce jar is ninety-seven cents, which is the cost of each jar plus its shipping. Each wick, usually bought in bulk, is about eight cents each, again with shipping. And each ounce of wax comes down to ten cents with shipping, which, when multiplied by seven point five ounces, is seventy-five cents. Why only seven point five ounces? Note that an eight-ounce container. Can really only hold a maximum of about 7.5 ounces of wax before it overflows. Therefore, our total for wax, wick, and container is one dollar and eighty cents per eight-ounce jar. Number two, packaging cost. Now let's say each jar will have a label that costs thirty-five cents to make. Add this to the raw material cost of one dollar and eighty cents, and this brings our total cost to two dollars and fifteen cents so far. Number three, shipping cost. Are you shipping your product? Then you will need to account for shipping materials. Let's say it costs about twenty-five cents for shipping materials. We will then add twenty-five cents to a raw material and packaging cost of two dollars and fifteen cents, which now brings our total to two dollars and forty cents. Number four, overhead cost. When calculating overhead, it is best to use a factor. What do we mean by this? Find a factor or percentage that captures the other costs associated with making the product. And then multiply that factor by the total cost. When finding the factor or percentage to use, consider how much you spend each month on rent or mortgage, electricity, phone bills, online store storage space, insurance, labor, advertising, and marketing. Think along the lines of general and administrative costs. Now let's say that factor is twenty-five percent. We then multiply that twenty-five percent by the total cost so far of two dollars and forty cents, and that amounts to three dollars and seven cents per jar. So far, to make an unscented soy candle in a container that does not require a cap or closure, it costs three dollars and seven cents. This is what others call cost of goods sold or COGS. Please note that this is only an example, and that we wanted to keep things as simple as possible when calculating costs. What we have so far is the bare minimum cost. If you decide to make a scented candle in a container that has a lid, or a fancy or upscale container, 
Then the associated costs increase because you will need to account for additional raw materials and a higher cost associated with fancier jars or tin cans. If you decide to package your candles in its own product box so they have a better presentation or they look better when you are selling them, then you will also have to take into account costs associated with creating or buying boxes for the candles. So how do you decide on retail price? Businesses mark up their products differently. A good rule of thumb is to at least multiply your total cost by two, but other businesses multiply their total cost by a number greater than two for various reasons. Think along the lines of profit margin. For retail price, you will have to decide what will work best for your business. This is where elasticity comes in. It simply means selling something at a retail price that gives your business some wiggle room to also offer discounts to customers when they buy in bulk, which brings us to bundling. Now that you know what your retail price is, this will help you with figuring out the best way to price multiple products that are bought together. This is what's called bundling. You bundle products together to give your customers access to more of your products at a slightly discounted price. Try offering your products in bundles of two or three and offering a certain percentage off if they do buy more than one. This is bundling. You can either do buy one get one, buy one get one half off, buy two and get 15% off, buy three and get 20% off, etc, etc. You get the idea. There are pros and cons to the different bundling approaches and the key is to know how deep of a discount you are comfortable with giving while also making a profit because, after all, you need to keep your business going. Remember the break-even number we mentioned in the beginning? When calculating what type of bundle to offer, you have to know how many products you need to sell before you can start making a profit and then take that into consideration when deciding how to bundle. We recommend creating a spreadsheet that lets you capture your COGS or cost of goods sold and then having a formula that lets you know what your profit margin is when you sell at a retail price and when you bundle your products. Profit margin is important because it shows you what percentage of your revenue you keep after all the expenses are deducted. The higher the profit margin, the higher percentage of revenue you keep. Going back to our example, let's say the revenue per 8 ounce candle is $6. This means you sold a candle for $6. Your gross profit is $2.93 because $6 minus the cost of $3.07 is $2.93. Then divide $2.93 by $6 and then multiply that by 100. You get a profit margin of 48.8% or 49% when rounded up. This means that you get to keep 49% of your total revenue and that you spent 
of the revenue to make and sell the candle. Again, this is just an example. There are many other things to consider when calculating markups and margins, and we recommend using what is best for you and your business. That is all for today, and remember to always stay safe and wear a mask. We are all in this together, and stay resilient. We hope that this has been very helpful. If you have any questions or comments about what we had shared today, or if you have a topic you would like discussed at one of our upcoming episodes, feel free to email us at info at shopgreenpapaya.com. We may even answer some of the questions in a future episode. To learn more about our products, visit www.shopgreenpapaya.com. Thank you, and until next time.